Mad at the Dirt Media. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. Oh! La 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 that's some, what's it, what is it called when people... What? You go... <laughs> I want all of my 80s peeps mm-hmm. to tell me what they think that reference is from. <laughs> Welcome to Color You Next Tuesday, the reality comedy podcast featuring us... Kristen. And Will. In our podcast, we talk about what our lives are like, what we really think, and we do it explicitly. So here's your vulgar language warning. We also must add that we will discuss adult topics and triggering topics. So seriously, listening discretion is always fucking advised. Although we would never intentionally be ugly about our topics, this is reality comedy, people. It's supposed to be silly. That's what comedy fucking means. But if you find our topics or the things we say offensive, we just might not be the place for you. And that's okay. And don't let the earbud hit you and the twat on your way out the door. That's right. Don't let the bud hit you where the good lord split ya. Just take that judgmental stick right out of your ass and let's shake the shit the fuck up. Yay! Welcome back, cunt muffins, to Color You Next Tuesday! Yay! We're so happy to have yet another intoxicating episode for you to listen to. Is my head flat? I feel like it's flat. Like my head, not my hair. My head, my scap, my my fucking head. Why does that keep falling off? It's sliding. That's why I put the diapers on. No, you put the diapers on because you're stupid. In this episode, we're gonna check in with each other, lose our shit with some pissy fits, share our own personal stories of the uncomfortable funeral, and use a badass sister. We're gonna see who's down the clown, do some Q&A, and probably a lot more because you cunt muffins know that we like to shake shit the fuck up. We also have a little surprise at the end of this episode for all of you cunt muffins, so we hope that you enjoy it. Before we get into this loaded episode of shittery, we wanted to announce that we are now available for your listening pleasure on Amazon Music. So thank you all for the overwhelming support and for helping us grow onto yet another listening platform. We appreciate the fucking shit out of our cunt muffins and those that become cunt muffins. We're all here. We're all here and we're all friends. I was going to say, we're all here and we're all queer, queer, but that's not true. I almost said it. I almost said it. Well, we're here. Queer, queer, queer can mean a bunch of things. It doesn't just necessarily mean gay. It depends on what country you're from. Yeah. I mean, queer can just mean you're just a little off, eh? I guess so. Just a little off kilter, eh? I don't know. Anyway. I'm gay, so I can say that. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Is it time for the check-in? I believe so, sir. <laughs> I just want to dive in. I just want to dive in and tell everybody what a fucked up week this has been. Um, business or leisure? It's business, bitch. The check-in is where we check in with each other to see what's new. Kristen, what's new with you this week? Mmm, surprise, surprise. It's people. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, uh, my car's in the shop. 
it's been a fuckery all yeah. week. It, huh? I said, yeah. I know. And you've had to suffer the consequences for that. And I'm sorry. Do you want to grab that paper? You good? I don't know where to put it. You don't know where to put it? Okay. Oh. Because you're such an, you're like tightly fucking wound up right here in front of the, oh. No, I'm I'm trying to get Your closer. legs are like a fraction the length of mine. And now, welcome to my home. Okay. There we go. You good? Mm-hmm. You sure? So your car's been in the shop. It's been in the shop. Well, forever. What reason of why? My heat went out. <laughs> and I know it sounds funny to a lot of people. It's getting a little cooler in Georgia. And I turned my heat on for the first time, realized it's not working. That's a problem. So I take it to the dealership and uh, a dealership I've never been to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, this is when you, you, mm, you never doubt yourself because I had an appointment set up for a different dealership. And I was like, mm, I should go to the dealership that's closer to the salon. Mm-hmm. Big fucking mistake. I did that. Uh, you had to come and, um, drop, you had to, oh, well, did you pick I me up? had to, yeah, I did. I picked you up. And then we went, that's right. We went to work. So you met me at the dealership yeah. uh, right before work mm-hmm. on uh, that Wednesday morning from fucking hell. <laughs> I knew the red flags were all there. Yeah. When the dude was checking me in, and I'm like, "Why are you asking me all this shit again?" The dude was using one finger to type, I'm like sure. you know, like a dip, 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 Just dip. Just one. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble. I knew I was in trouble. They were. It was just you know, <laughs> red flag, red flag. Molly, you in danger, girl. Yeah, you in danger, girl. I was like, I. Felt like I should run, but I didn't. I didn't. I pushed that voice down, and I just had this feeling this was not going to be a good experience. It was there for three days. By day three, after, I don't know, 15 different, no, maybe 21, 22 calls back and forth to my service rep, I finally lost it on him. You know, I was like, dude, I'm new. I get it. You're new. I hear you. Here's the problem. What do you mean you didn't didn't get, so what you're telling me is you used my warranty you didn't, uh, you didn't put it in. He <laughs> is this your he, pissy pet or No, it's in? kind of both. No, okay. it's not. <laughs> I'm just uh, making sure. I don't know. <laughs> it's just an annoyance. I yeah. wouldn't say the kid was sweet. You know, I was trying to give him some graces, but uh, you know, my rope is my rope is short. Yeah, it's just it's getting shorter and shorter. So, anywho, um, but I took you home. So you had to take me home. Yeah. Will had to drive me a couple of times that week, and uh, so did my husband. That's a whole other clusterfuck of story. But <laughs> one night I said, hey, when you're taking me home, can we stop at the liquor store? And you said, for what? <laughs> I know. And I, I looked at you and I was like, for milk and tampons. <laughs> I caught myself. Like, what? And my client was like, she just looked at me like, did he just ask you for what? Because I, so. What, what do you mean? For liquor. I thought, because uh, I, <laughs> I was like, I thought. Is it is it recording day? Because usually we'll go to the liquor store and get some beer before, yeah, we, before record. we record. Right. And I was like, it's not recording day. Why do we need to go to the liquor store? But that's not what you said. I just said, do you want to stop at the liquor store? And you said, why? <laughs> and you looked at me like, why? And I was like, I don't, I don't know, Will, for for, for, for alcohol. <laughs> For pull-ups for your head. Uh, what do you mean? Who? What yeah. do you get at the liquor store, William? I mean, seriously, what do you get there? Tampons and beer. There you go. <laughs> so we had a good laugh at them. And that's my check-in. I still don't have my car. Do you want to update everyone on your uh, menopausal mystery? No, that's for be your part check-in. Of my, that's part of my busy fit. Okay. But thanks for asking, friend. I know you're just dying to get balls deep into that shit. So my check-in. Thanks for asking. I was about day. to, but I was swallowing my beer. <laughs> Fuck off. Do you want to ask me? Sure. Okay, go ahead. What's your check-in, Will? 
Even though I wasn't, I was around for all of it, but whatevs. Um, so my check-in this week is that uh, my husband spoke to my mill mother-in-law, and they had a good conversation on the phone, just checking in with each other. And my husband mentioned um, to her, "Have you been listening to the podcast?" And she advised that she has been listening to... Which I had no idea that she was listening. A few episodes. I don't know why that behavior was encouraged. But it was... The statement was, um, she just cannot handle all of the vulgar language. I I can So I appreciate that. that. She did send a message Mm -hmm. that said she was very proud of us for doing it, but she just can't get on board. So I have to say, thank you, Mill. You're probably not listening, but I'll send you a text later. And uh, yeah. I have a question. What? This is is the same mother-in-law who we believe was, had... Naked pictures on her computer? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, I only saying. have one mother-in-law. <laughs> I know, I know. I was trying to be... Yes. I don't know what I was trying in to... In a previous episode, I talked about uh, her getting random messages. Like she was trying to get... It was like a scam. Yeah, they were trying to, like, get money out of her for photos that were never taken or whatever. So she... She may have allegedly. Heard, she had. She joking. may have heard that one, and then she was like, "Oh fuck, they're talking about me." Oh, so, I didn't even that did. Yeah, which is funny because like when she's around me in person, I, I generally talk this way all the time, and she's never showed offense. She's never said, "Oh, don't say that." She but just, I haven't. She laughs. But I have not talked like that around. Right, her. and I don't think because believe done. it or not, listeners, I have a filter. <laughs> I actually do. Another check-in of mine for this week is in the last six months, I've had several friends reach out to me about um, their children coming out, which is kind of incredible. Um, I've also had a few younger generational people come out or ask for advice to come out. And it got me thinking about how happy I am that I, I guess I present an aura to make people feel comfortable to ask questions. So it just, you know, I wanted to do something on the positive side. It just made me feel really good, though I don't look at myself as like... A queer leader. Right, because I'm not. But You're the Pied Piper of It's nice to know that penis. people, you know... I get it. nice to know that people... Trust look, you enough to do that. Yeah. 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 It's just nice to know that they look at me that way and that I can help them in whatever way with the situation. So mm-hmm. that was, you know, that's a good check-in. No wire hangers! No wire hangers ever! <laughs> Tina, bring me the axe! Do so, you love it? Yeah, it's befitting. <laughs> it's befitting. We're not bitching and moaning. We're just pissy and groaning. Pissy fitters unite! Pissy Fits is where we talk about anything that's pissed us off this week, girlfriend. <laughs> wow. Just, I girl, what has pissed you off this week, Kristen? Well, girl, let me tell you something. Yeah, please me, do, girl. Let me tell you. I'm here for it, girl. I'm so ready. I'm so down. <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh-huh. All right. But not that you don't already know because right. I fucking texted you about it. Um. So guess what? What? No, I was done talking to you. I was talking to them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cut Muffin. You already know the answer. My bad. You already know the answer. No. <laughs> Guess what? Chicken butt. I um, finally got my period. <laughs> Yay! I got my period. Um, 
eight days late. <laughs> so let me tell you what those eight days look like. <laughs> Sheer fucking terror. Yeah. Because even though I know I'm like 47 and a half, <laughs> there was that thing in the back of my mind, like Halle Berry got pregnant. Yeah. And she was 49. I thought you were. No. Well, because I know. I know why. Many reasons. But I was not having it. You know what I mean? I was going up and down every day. I was like, no. Maybe. Yeah, oh, baby. fuck. Maybe. So uh, for eight days... I contemplated my existence on the planet. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. It means, like, how would someone my age even possibly it get pregnant? It happens all Not, the wh- time. But I have been fixed. <laughs> You've been neutered? <laughs> I was, I had, I was stated. I, I, I know it's common. It's I'm not judging. And it was, but then all. I started thinking. Well, it was ten, over ten years ago. What if it fused back? It could. And all these questions. It could. And my husband, I went to him, and he was like, "Did you get your period yet?" <laughs> no. And he goes, "No, we'll fix that. We need to have sex." <laughs> <laughs> Bust that bag open. Right. Bitch. And I was like, I agree. <laughs> so we did that a bunch, and nothing happened. <laughs> So every day, I was like, nope, nothing. Nope, Mm -hmm. nothing. Oh, fuck, honey. Oh, my God. And he said, are you craving Arby's? Oh, God. Because that's what you did when you found out. Yes. Okay. When I I did find out I was pregnant, because I don't eat Arby's, but when I'm pregnant, (laughs) I will. (laughs) And I said, no, not at all. And he goes, you're fine. (laughs) That was... that was how he registered. God, I'm craving Arby's now. Well, I haven't had one like since bright since I was pregnant with Bryce, so yeah. over ten years. Shit. Yeah, and I do like a good. What is it called? A fucking beef, beef and, and cheddar. cheddar. Yeah, with the horsey sauce. Ooh, I love Ooh. that Arby's sauce, baby. I may we may mm. have to over, order. We may have to Uber. We may have to Uber order. <laughs> we might have to goober order. We might have to <laughs> fucking send somebody for it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, what is that called? Someone else. <laughs> anyway, so, um, I got so nervous that I went and got a pregnancy test. And? Which I haven't done, like, you know, 10, 12 years. Uh, oh, what do you mean, and? <laughs> you already know the answer. No, negatory. I know. Negatory. I actually fucked up a little bit because I shared that Okay, text. so here's here's part of my pissy fit. So, I got the, I, I peed on the stick while I was talking to my girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, guess what? It literally came up negative immediately. <laughs> like, it was like a hard one line. And I said, oh, my God, thank God. What's the matter? I'm not pregnant. That's great news, right? And I was like, that's fucking amazing news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I texted you, William, and said, guess what? I'm not pregnant. Turns out I'm just old. <laughs> and I said. No, you and you were, I don't remember what you said. But I will tell you what I do remember. Mm-hmm. Riding with my 16-year-old, yeah. we're going to Whole Foods to get our favorite wood oven pizza. And I said, we were just joking around, and we were having a really good conversation and getting along great. And I said, hey, guess what? You want to hear something really funny? Uh, I actually thought I might have been pregnant. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> Starts laughing, and he looks at me and goes, yeah, I already know. What do you mean you already know? And he said, I because saw. it's, no, he goes, because it's posted on your Color social unit. media. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And I looked at him and I go, I'm so- excuse me? So we're at a stoplight. And I said, show it to me. And he pulls it up. And he reads me our text exchange that mm-hmm. you posted. And I said, uh. And Max goes, you didn't know about that? Oh, of course you didn't. And I go, no, <laughs> I didn't. And he goes, so you're really surprised. And I go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kept driving. And he goes, like, are you okay? And I go, I go, 
I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah. And oh, he started here's, laughing. Here's what really happened then. Okay, okay. I get it. I, he started laughing and he was like, well, mom, you really didn't know? And After I was like, I really didn't know, dude. How many hours was that post up? And now we're talking about it on the podcast. Okay. Doesn't matter. I see. You know me. I, see. I don't check shit. I see, girl. I don't check okay, girl. shit. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the <laughs> fucking chin. I swear to God, I'm going to rip your fucking ear off. Okay, Weezer. Just call me Mike Tyson when I'm done with you. I will fucking bite your earlobe. <laughs> Dick. So I get a random text message. As we're talking about this, mm. I get a random text message from Christina Darling here. Is it really random? Um, Is it random when you did something that caused it? It, it set me the fuck off because oh, I, I had it, oh did it set I had a you conversation off? with the husband and mm-hmm. I was like this bitch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't be the only person sharing content. I agree. So. <laughs> But you shared my it, content. It was funny. It was and funny. We and have I let you, I let you keep it, it up. Yeah. But I, we don't have similar lives. And I am not a social media person. For our new listeners, we want to welcome you to Kristen and Will's therapy session one-on-one. We like to, well, we'd like to welcome you to, we, no, here's what we want to. We're going to hash it out on some very sensitive topics today. How does that make you Welcome feel? to uh, Jerry Springer Povich. <laughs> yeah, for real. Mari. Fuck you. You are not the father. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> the test says that's a lie. I was just, I was taken off guard. I right. was like caught off guard and Maddox couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Every stoplight we got to. Oh, I was, so he thought it was funny. He did think it was funny. So what you said to me was a lie. No, I didn't. He, <laughs> no, I said I had to find out for you, my son. Yeah. I had to find out for my okay. son. Okay. I didn't say he was pissed. <laughs> Nowhere in the text did I say I was, he Just was pissed. Just digging a fucking hole. <laughs> Did I tell you he, I was that he was mad? No, no. no. You said you. I what said, you said well, was, I'm a mother and a wife, and I, I have don't a family. Know that I, no, yes, no. Those aren't the words. Bitch, those aren't the words. Fuck you. Those are the words. And you said, first I of all, I don't even talk you. like that. Bitch, bitch, are you kidding me? Bitch, <laughs> fuck you. If Wait, that's what you think. I'm sorry. I just got stuck on the. I didn't get oh, your I'm gonna, coffees today. Yeah, fuck you. That's another. You want to talk about that pissy fit? Oh, I'll go there. No. <laughs> Four years every Saturday. But today, today oh, is the God. day you decide to go, I wasn't sure. Where is it? Where is you got to go to Tuesday, you fucking... Nope, Monday, because that's when I got the pizzas. Found it. Maddie asked if you could take down my texts. He's very uncomfortable. Did that's he really, different. Did he really ask yes. that? Okay. Go ask him. Th- that wasn't the text you took down. It was the other thing. You sent. You, <laughs> you said to me, what the fuck... Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. How come I don't have that? What date do you have? Monday. You posted our text chat. I don't have that. Ha ha, yes. It was funny. How come I don't have that, Will? I don't know. Okay, show me yours. I have asked you to run shit by me. Oh, there. What the fuck? You posted our text. Ha ha, yes. I said I've asked you to run shit by me. Okay, let's... Let it let's role play this, okay? Okay. We're gonna role play this right. this text message. Alright, go. Okay. This is me. Ready? Me. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? You posted our text <laughs> chat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was funny. I have asked you to run shit by me. Oh my god. It's not like you didn't just talk about it on episode twenty three. It gets people excited and it makes them laugh. 
You want me to come, you want me to take it down? Any pics of me or anything to do with me, please let me have a say. But do you really said doo-doo? <laughs> it looks like it. Anything you do-do. Oh, I did say doo-doo. Yeah. Okay. How did you not? <laughs> I see I it. said, okay. <laughs> Found out from Maddie that I thought I was pregnant. Like, what the fuck? Totally caught me off guard. <laughs> I said, <laughs> and I said, Dick. You should have told him that you were. Because <laughs> it would have been funny. <laughs> now you have something for the next episode's check-in. <laughs> you should have said, yes, I am. And I'm not sure how I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> and then you notice I did not respond. <laughs> no, you didn't <laughs> I just, I just ended it. <laughs> And then a few and, hours passed, and we and, were fine. And I took it down. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, for all of you, that's how we really talk to each other. God, I don't even know where we are right now. Mm. <laughs> Should I get into mine? <laughs> well, I'm done with my PMS. I mean, okay. it's true. I, I, I had my period for one day. Then I didn't. Yeah. Then I did again. And then God. I didn't. And then I talked to some people today, actually. So you, wait. So you dropped eggs, didn't drop eggs again. I mean, yeah, we can do that metaphor. That's irregular. Uh, do you think? You're a <laughs> fucking genius. That's... God damn, I didn't know I was living with you fucking need to Dr. Ruth. see the gyno. I don't need to see the gyno. I mean, I'm I'm due in a couple of months. Like I my my yearly's coming. Speed that up now. I can't. Why? Cuz I have insurance and you can only go once every oh, year. Fuck. Okay. Doesn't matter. Fucking. I've talked to enough people. Okay. I'm good. I know what's happening. I've accepted it. It is what it is. And I'm going to keep <laughs> drinking. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I don't care. <laughs> I, I I don't care. It's 2020. I don't give a fuck. Uh, you want to ask me what my... <laughs> I will. I will. But let me get my composure. Okay. <laughs> so, Will. Yeah. I didn't read through your little outline. Is it about me? Mm-mm. Okay, good. What's your pissy fit? <laughs> okay. My pissy fit is the CDC released their pandemic recommendations for Halloween, and it kind of fucking pissed me off. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to read the recommendations, but basically what they're saying is that... No um, fun for you. Yeah, no fun for me. Um, that the children just fuck the children. <laughs> you, who gives a fuck about, you know, them and getting candy and dressing up and celebrating Hallow's Eve, motherfuckers. What's the problem with dressing up if they're going to have a mask on? Here's the problem with me. Okay. okay. Here's yep. my problem. Love to know. You got Dudley and Debbie out here smacking uglies and coming in with Jeremy as Alabama hell fingers going to get Ooh. some sugar candies for the crack addictions. Oh, God. And that's okay, but the kids, what about the kids? Holy shit storm and piss cones. Fuck the kids. Fuck the kids. Don't walk into the wind, anybody, because you could catch the vid. Oh, exactly. Right. To me, there's a safe way to pass out candy, and if you have a fucking ounce of intelligence, you can figure that shit out. A foam launcher. I mean, I was going to think of fucking, what's those ricochet, those fucking things? Bow and arrow? No, no. Oh, a slingshot. Wanna, yeah. <gasps> slingshot the you want damn slingshot shit the at the kid? kids. All right. Okay. No. My, I mean, on a serious level, everything has been taken from the kids since February, March. Mm -hmm. School, you know, social stuff, parties, all of that, all of that stuff. Graduations, proms, all of it. Mother's Day. 
I'm just joking. Really? Really? Did you make it but about you? summer yeah. break, summer yeah. break didn't even feel like summer's just no. flown by. We've taken all that shit from them. And you're going to say that going trick and treating, tr- tricking and treating and <laughs> tricking, treating, I'm gonna let, tr- trick or treat. I'm going to let it slide. Getting candy from strangers' houses, which seems super creepy. It's when outdoors. You really say it's it out loud. It's, it's all outdoors. But you're going to say that is fucking high risk? Like, what the fuck? But protesting in the streets and burning down innocent people's businesses—I know that's okay. I know. What else? I know. And I don't want to get. I don't want to go. No, not there. no. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, uh, I know. I'm it's with just, you. I'm with you. Fucking let them have it. Let me have it. It's my holiday. And there's the real fucking. I cause. love to terrify your children, everyone. It I is love when you do it too. A gift from God. And my I whole have, neighborhood loves when you do it. You I have, have tons of videos of me scaring oh, all the children. We are gonna put those up and we are gonna pull those videos out of utero and we're gonna publish them on our social media of me scaring all the kids in Halloween every year. And let me just every point year. out, your burp just sounded like you were a hibernating bear that just woke up. Well, because guess what? Mm-mm. COVID is ruining everything. Including is, your asshole. It is not going to take Halloween from me. Nope. Nope. And nor I. And, and if so, we're the only house yeah. in the neighborhood who has their lights on and a table full of candy, well, guess what? Come up. Fuck yeah. If you dare. I'll say this. All right. Cut my fence. Listen, for real. And I'm being super serious. If you want to give out candy to the kids, and we already know there's going to be a limited amount of children who are going to be able to actually trick or treat. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do it, it's really easy. You get a fucking what, 10-gallon bucket, 5-gallon bucket from Home Depot. It's like a pig trough. You <laughs> fill that shit up with candy, and you get you one of those, what, Scoopers. a ladle? A, a ladle? Whatever. And fucking scoop in and hand it off and put it in their goddamn little halloween baskets. I like that. And while you're doing that, I'll be hiding behind the car to jump out and terrify their fucking shit out of them. That's and what I'm gonna do. you'll be socially distanced when you do it. It all yeah. works. You know, do it. Like, don't it can't take everything from us like what the fuck there's a safe way to do it think you can't take everything from the kids i'm one of them though (laughs) i'm one of them you gotta stop hiding behind the kids it's you it's killing you yes this is like me for christmas this is my christmas i know it is my hanukkah like listen jack skellington i understand i live for this Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That's my pissy fit. Because guess what? We're not going to take it. No, we're we not going to take, take it. it. We're, we're not going to take it anymore. Still not feeling it? It's growing on you, I think. Maybe. I think you like it. Mm, Like is a stretch. (laughs) It's tolerable now. And now we're going to tell our personal stories. That's just a cunty thing to do. Um, Do you want me to go first? Sure. Whatever. Because I feel like yours is going to be a little bit more on the upbeat than mine is going to be. Oh, so you want to go in... I'm digging in them. Oh, how deep. I'm digging in deep this week. It's time. It's time. I've prepared a little something for you cunt muffins that I'm going to say. Uh, For this 
episode's personal story, I'm going to shake shit up a little bit differently. And I apologize. Trigger warning. As you cunt muffins know, Kristen and I both share very funny but insane and sometimes, I guess... Fucked up. Borderline scary stories of our lives. And it is really difficult for us sometimes to pick stories because we don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable or get the wrong idea about who we are as people. For me personally, it's becoming a little bit more difficult um, because I want to share stories and be able to be more open and funny, but I also feel like there's something, like an elephant in the room that I need to address. So I'm going to open up just a tickle because I want to be able to share really good, insane stories later on and also one of those today. But sometimes you have to have context. Right. Mm -hmm. And there not be any question about where I'm coming from as a person. So before I get into my personal, uh, I'm going to tell you guys without going into long-winded details, I was a child of abuse and neglect. And while hearing that come from me may be sad to hear, and I know it is, uh, please know that I'm in the best place I've ever been in my entire life, and it has taken me a long time to get where I am today. Um, My journey and the things that I've went through helped me to, it helped me shape the person that I am today. Mm -hmm. And I'm beyond lucky to be able to share crazy stories and actually not feel bad about them, but laugh and make fun of them. That's the kind of headspace that I'm in today. I would never make fun of anyone dealing with any kind of violence or addiction on a personal level. I would never make fun of you. Uh, I'm simply telling stories from my life in a funny way and with everything that I've had to overcome in my life. I'm happy and you should be happy that I'm able to actually open up and talk about them and laugh about them and make them silly. Isn't that best case scenario? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, here we go. We're going to talk about Dudley Crockett's funeral. I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I don't know why I get No. It's okay. It's okay. (sighs) We're going to get, I'm going to get really Southern and probably very redneck Oh, you know that's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. All right. Turn it on thick, please. (laughs) So my mother's fourth husband, (laughs) Dudley Crockett, died unexpectedly. Um, He and I never had a good relationship because he was a racist, homophobic felon. Um, so clearly that might not be the best case scenario to, you know, be so open to getting to be good with someone. It's like a trifecta. Yeah, okay. it is. It, it's a trifecta. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're coming up with all these. Okay. I like it. I think that sometimes he meant well, but, um, then he would say or do something that just would ruin it. Mm-hmm. And I found it really hard to kind of build a relationship. For instance, the time that he told me that I could live with him and my mother when they first started getting, like, really involved with each other. But I could only live there if I acted straight. And let's be honest. That ain't gonna happen. As if I could ever do that, girlfriend. (laughs) I mean, really, you know? Like, come on. I've seen your acting abilities. They're terrible. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Really horrible. (laughs) So this one time I got a phone call from Debbie, my mom, in a panic. And um, Dudley had departed from a massive heart attack. It was unexpected. It was was tragic. uh, And I did feel really bad about it. 
the crazy thing was I called Debbie, my mom, um, several months before, after we saw them around Thanksgiving, and I said, Mom, Dudley looks terrible. His hands are swollen. His skin is flesh. You really need to see a doctor. Like, he just didn't, he didn't look good. He yeah. didn't look good at all. And her reply was, well, we don't eat that much salt on our taters and steak. He'll be fine. So, you know, what do you do in that situation? You know, you can worry about it or you can just be like, oh, okay, fine. That sounds good to me. How fun with that. Piece. You said your piece. Mm-hmm. Three months later, I got the phone call that he had died. It was sad because I think for the first time in my mom's life, she actually had someone who did love her. Though he could still be very argumentative and a little bit verbally abusive. But he wasn't physically harming her, at least, from what I know. Um, so that was nice because it, it was a different kind of situation than what she and I was used to from prior relationships and, and marriages. So for her, he was a winner, you know. He, um, he seemed to, in front of me, take care of her. And as long as she was happy, I was happy, which was great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was really all that mattered to me. That's what most kids would want for their parents. Uh, yeah. Their divorced parents, that they would find somebody who made them happy. Well, especially after um, after going through some of the past relationship stuff and seeing a different... It's like she hit the lottery after those... Mm, it was like you hit a scratch-off. Okay, well, well, scratch-off will and, work. And I hate to say that, but... $500 scratch-off. I, I want to be open and honest. It was yeah. like, not not the mega ball, but you got a scratch-off. Okay. You know? Uh, and that was, that was better than what it was before. Sure. So I, you know, when I got the phone call, I made the drive to her home and I knew that I needed to be there. I didn't want to go. I, I'll be honest. I didn't want to go. I didn't care much for him or his family or relatives. Um, but I knew I had to go mm-hmm. and I did. And it was very uncomfortable for me because, you know, here we have the passing of someone who I could never really connect with, which was, you know my own thing and then you have debbie who is in a fucking panic um she had nobody but a few close friends and his family and like i said they they were shitty people they didn't give a fuck about her so i went to the funeral home with her i helped her pick out the plots and the casket and all of that and it it was a fucking shit show doing all of that sure the day came for his service, and I begged my husband to go with me, and he didn't really want to go, but because he actually gives a shit about me, he ended up going with me, which I was so happy that he went, because it was like, I can't go through this shit show Mm-mm. by myself. No way. You have to help me. Mm-hmm. So he did. Um, we arrived to the service. We go into the funeral, and people are coming up and saying hello to me and to my husband. Though most of my family is absolutely fucking crazy, um, there are a handful of people that are not, and they were really glad to be able to finally meet him, because mm-hmm. they never had before. And I thought, like, because they were being so nice, this handful of family, I was like, oh my god, this could actually turn out to be a really good thing. So... And a lot of those people I have met, and it did. Yeah, exactly, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, (laughs) Tear in the funeral, because my mom is uh, not good with technology, she asked that I make a playlist for Dudley's funeral. 
And obviously, oh no, the playlist uh, it included a song called "Drink a Beer." Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen's personal favorite, "When Eagles Fly." When Eagles Fly. Um, and other random country songs. But because I'm me, I decided to add a song by one of my favorite gay, iconic female performers and queen, Beyonce. Mm -hmm. So the song that they played when shutting the casket and wheeling him out to the car was I Was Here by Beyonce. Mm -mm. It was epic. And let's be honest, I had to send him off in style. Plus, it's a really fucking pretty song. I'm super gay. So, the reaction from, I will say, the audience was quite stunning because people are like, um, why is this African-American woman singing a really good song and I'm into it, but I don't want to be into it because I'm a racist. And did you also want to step and go, that's right, motherfuckers. Well, I wanted to be like, hey, hey all the single ladies, mm-hmm. all the single ladies. Like, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> But I couldn't, because obviously, hello, obviously hello. it was a funeral. <laughs> it was a send-off. Oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh. <laughs> he's probably rolling right now. No, you know what? Yeah. If he's if he's in heaven, which I'm ass- I'm assuming he is. I don't know. I if don't he's know. <laughs> if he's in the afterlife, let's just afterlife. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like to. If he's above hell, but not like. Let's say if he's not in the fire pits he, of hell, but he's like in mid-shaft. uh mid shaft. That's a great way of putting it. If he's mid shaft, Dudley, you might wanna you might wanna grab the fucking gaze by the balls and make your way up to heaven. So uh <laughs> the service was moved to the gravesite, which is obviously a traditional thing when you come to burial or, or whatever. And mostly everyone from the first part attended the second part. And I got to see my family and I got to see family friends that I haven't seen in a long time. And it was really nice. And there was also, unfortunately, relatives that I can't really stand or just have basically made me feel like I'm nothing, but they were there as well, and we're really going to get in deep here. The service ended, and everyone was getting ready to leave um, after putting Dudley in the ground, and my husband, uh, he doesn't do very well with situations when it comes to, like, that kind of thing. He he gets uncomfortable, so he was like, I'm going to go to the car, and I'll wait for you, and I couldn't blame him. You know, it was uncomfortable. He got into the car, and run, Forrest, run. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I said, well, you go to the car. I'm going to go say bye to Grandma. So I go over to say bye to Grandma. And as I'm doing so, <laughs> some some shit happened. My husband is probably one of the most generous people that I've ever met in my life. He's a non-argumentative person, which we've said in previous episodes. He's very, like... You know, he knows who he is or whatever. Even killed. But if you push buttons enough, he will lose his shit. And it's never a good thing because um, he holds back all that argumentative tension. So it's like when you push him to that point of breaking, it's going to get ugly and it's going to get but even his ver- But even his version of ugly is... <laughs> I'm from an Italian family. <laughs> Not that ugly. As I'm saying goodbye to Grandma... And other fond relatives. One of my relatives decided to take a chance at confronting my husband. Um, This relative walked to my car. He opened the passenger door to the car and said, 
I just want to let you know that no matter who says different, you will never be a part of this family. And as far as I'm concerned, the both of you will burn in hell. (laughs) He said this to my husband. Which is, we're already going through a lot Mm -hmm. as a family. Mm -hmm. And someone's literally just been embalmed and buried. Mm -hmm. And you think it's a good idea to walk to said vehicle Mm -hmm. and physically open the door yourself to say this. My husband replied with, Well, why I respect your religious views. I don't know what else to say to you. If you truly feel that way, it is best that you keep your fucking mouth shut and step away from this fucking car and do not ever speak to me or my husband in that type of manner. The next time you do it, I will lay you the fuck out. (laughs) Drops the mic. Mic dropped. I mean, fuck. I love that husband of yours. So I get in the car. You know, I've said my goodbyes. We drive home. And I could tell that something was a little off, but I just thought, you know, the day was really crazy. There was a lot of emotional stuff. Every, you know, a lot of bullshit. He said nothing to you, right? Yeah. Months pass. Things settle. That's why he's such an awesome guy. Randomly, like literally months later, my husband comes up to me and tells me about what happened at the car. And I was fucking furious. Like, I was so upset. Obviously, I asked my husband why he didn't tell me what had happened and all that shit. And he knows me so well. I mean, he, like, literally knows me Better than like no do. one else. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, baby, if I had told you, we would have went to jail because you would have flipped your shit. I mm-hmm. would have, you know, had to defend you. A fight would have started. It it would have been bad. It would have been the yeah. real housewives of Bama and a casket would have been fucking flipped. Oh, fuck yeah. I would have set that motherfucker on fire. So, I mean, it's nice to know that my husband <laughs> smart enough knows to... who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also nice that he always has my best interests in mind. He's got Downfall your back. Mm-hmm. is, you know, people exist in the world who have such hatred or whatever against Mm -hmm. people like us or whatever. Um, And the entitlement that they feel they have is also a bummer. On the plus side... It's a bummer, man. It makes for a good fucking story. So, yeah, that was the story of the unbelievable, uncomfortable funeral. That's a pretty good one. Goodly. (laughs) When eagles fly. When eagles fly. It's a good one because it's uh it's sad but also kind of awesome that it's your husband funny. was like, you yeah. know what? Like sit and spin. I mean, it's it's obviously sad that you know, my the, the man your mom loved, Debbie's fourth husband passed away. That was sad. Debbie's fourth. Um yeah, I mean, I've been through a lot. I've been more I've it's like the love boat, but with a slash of like ER. Um exciting and <laughs> <yeah>. you. <laughs> The love bold. No, it's, it's you know, it's just a part of things that have randomly fucking happened to me. And I think it's interesting and it's it's silly and I can laugh about it's it. It's your path. It's your life. It is my path. And mm-hmm. so in the future, you know, future episodes, I want to be able to share more stories um, and there not be a lot of question of why the fuck did this happen to him. And I think it's important. 
you know? I actually think it's beyond important because in order for our listeners to, one, make a connection with us and understand that what we are saying is actual truth, mm-hmm. um, and it also gives them an idea of why we are the way we are. Exactly. Um, everybody comes from, everybody's background really kind of dictates and forms who they become as adults. Um, what you went through, uh, you had a lot of great experiences, but not so great experiences, and, right. and just like I did, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, look how you turned out. I know. I'm lucky. You, you really are one of those stories that it's like, you can bitch and moan about where what happened to you as a kid, um, or your adolescence, and so on, and you can either give in, or you can say, fuck that shit, and I'm rising above, and you have more than accomplished that, my dear friend. Oh, thank you for saying that. Well, I'm proud of you, and I'm I think... happy. Well, I mean, life. you could have become a real fucking dick, fuck up nightmare. Statistically, I S- should be strung out on meth, living in a single wide, uh, single wide trailer. Double wide. Well, no, it would be single. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, guess what? But moving on up. Hey, moving on up. I'd say the east side, but we're west, so yeah. I'd be like to the west side, to the west side. So it all worked out for you, and it actually shaped you to be. Um, I can't believe you're as compassionate and kind as you actually are. Do you really mean that? I do really mean okay. that. I'm yeah. kind of shocked. Yeah, I knew you were compassionate and sweet and kind the moment I met you, but you didn't know my backstory. I did not know your backstory. I just thought, like, what a what a nice person. Yeah, like a legitimate. And I questioned that actually, <laughs> because think... of my background, I did I did kind of question like nobody's this fucking nice. I think... But, um, and you, it's true. You are. I, I would say, and not to, like, go in a fucking long thing of that, I think um, I have always longed for a good family. I have always longed for acceptance and stability and unconditional love and just being able to really love and and enjoy my life and a part of that for me I think was be a good person and um, when I worked with a nonprofit that I, I used to volunteer with a lot of people would ask me how did you how why are you the way you are and um, I'm spiritual Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say I'm any kind of... Not religious, but right. spiritual. I am spiritual. I've always had this weird vibe in the back of my mind and in my soul that said, you can do better, you will accomplish, and you deserve it. And there you go. And it's always been natural to me since I was little. I, I'm just lucky. Let me I'm t- really lucky. Let and me, I'm grateful. Well, let me give a little bit of um, an example today. Actually, when we were shopping for our friend, oh God! Okay, it was a it was a little boutique. Yeah, and when it, the note on the door said "knock knock on the door," which I thought was fucking weird, but okay, because I I'm like quick to trigger, mm-hmm. as you know, <laughs> uh, for my own reasons. But yeah. I won't get into that today. Yeah, but you were you're always so kind to people, and having you with me in a moment where I want to fucking lash out. And then I just follow your lead and go, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, sick. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm being a cunt. What did I do? So you don't, you didn't even no, pick up on this, I did you? No I idea did. what you're talking about. When we went to the door and they were like, um, I'm sorry, we're at capacity. Can you guys just wait here? And then like five minutes went by and then 10 minutes went by and then 15 and we're on the fucking front porch of this boutique. And I'm like, seriously, 
You heard me. Like, <laughs> yeah, you were getting agitated. I was getting so agitated, and I was like, seriously, it's like a fucking house. Move them into another room. Yeah. And I'm walking around going, this is fucking ridiculous. I was so close to just opening the door and going, I'm leaving, fuck you. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> but when she came out and said, and you know, kept checking on us, and was like, just a couple more minutes, and you were like, it's fine, no big deal. I'm in the other room in the front porch going, Rolling your eyes. fuck you, it's no big deal. It's a fucking big deal because I have shit to do. Like you, this is not Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not at Louis. I didn't I make a fucking appointment to buy a twelve hundred dollar bag. Fuck you. But I didn't say it. But in my mind, I could feel myself building up. Yeah. But every time she spoke, you would respond with, "It's no big deal." Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, "It's a fucking big deal." <laughs> Because I'm a bitch. We're two different people. Totally. Even though we're both Tauruses, <laughs> you come from this place of nicety, and I'm. I don't know. I why. find it. I find it very um, <laughs> endearing, but at the same time, annoying. That really nice seventy-five dollar pillow at this boutique on the front porch. I wanted to I smother know. you with it. You know what I mean? Anyways, she finally opens up because I was I was at the brink of going. Fuck you, twat. I'm yeah. leaving. <laughs> I know. I'm not spending my money here when you make me wait on the fucking front. I have to go buy my dog some food. I have to go home and get my... I have to go to Walgreens still. And I'm just like... Whatever. It doesn't matter. We get inside and she's like, thank you for being so patient. I could. I didn't even acknowledge her. I had to turn right. I had to hook right and walk away because I feel like even though half my face was covered with a mask, my eyes would shoot fucking lasers. And then I would make her feel terrible, so I just avoided her. And you were like, it's absolutely no problem at all. I did, didn't I say, I think I said, like... You're welcome, it's I no s- problem at all. And I I'm said, like, you fucking It's dick. okay, because of COVID. Uh, uh, whatever, <laughs> I, I was like... <laughs> and you were, like, giggly. You were just, like, cheerful. Because I... I was not cheerful, is my point. My... And you went through way worse than me. That's I, my point. Yeah. I, I have, in my life, experienced... The worst, and and well, I won't say the worst because I know there's people that's had it much perspective worse. worse it's perspective, than, yeah. But I I had it very bad growing up, and to me, in certain some situations, I just I've been through shit. And yeah, you have. I just don't know how you. I just don't see. I don't always there's see no value the in you. catastrophe in every little situation. That's mind because blowing. Because I've, I've been through the catastrophe in my own journey. Right. So, but statistically, that yeah. should have made you... A horrible a, fucking person. A, it bitter, a bitter Ben, it but it didn't. Have. Okay, but, but it, it didn't. didn't. So, ending on that uh, little Sega is... Uh, I'm going to say this. Okay. If I can go through all of the things that I have been through in my life, and, and I'm not trying to make anyone feel pitiful for me whatsoever. It's it's my journey. You shouldn't, because his life is really fucking great. I have, a, I have a <laughs> wonderful fucking life now. Um, it hasn't been easy to get where I am now, but I, I did, I accomplished it, and I'm not finished yet, you know? Like, I have goals and dreams. You're in, in your 30s, future. you should never say I'm finished. Yeah, I'll never be finished. Um, but if I can go through all of the shit that I have went through, mm-hmm. really anyone can do it. And you just have to believe and be strong and know that there is a tomorrow, it's going to be brighter than today, and you can do it. And and that's what I say. I hope know? everybody realizes the reason why I keep you around. Why? Is because I'm a dark bitch. No, mm-hmm. you're not a dark... You, you 
you are a very, very kind soul. It's just you're rough around the edges. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We'll you're go rough with that. around the edges. But and you, I'm hormonal. No, you are fucking, you are one of the best people that I know. Like, I know that for a fact. Well, thank you, friend. So, yeah. I am the one you want on your side, though. Yeah, yeah. You're the kind of person that you want to keep around at the party where all the other, like, cackly bitches are. And then something happens and you feel uncomfortable because you don't want to say anything. And then you're like, well, Kristen's here. She'll take care of it. And she does. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah. Some people may find it a little um, alarming and some people love it. I mean, I'm not... I'm not for everybody. Uh, you're not perfect, and, and nor is anyone eh, else. There's else no is. such thing. Speaking of not perfect, but <laughs> kind of... <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to hear your personal story. Well, this is actually not about me. <laughs> okay. But it is indirectly about me because I'm related to this bitch. Oh, you're talking about your sister? I am going to talk about my sister real quick. I love quick. her. She's a she's a hard ass. She, but yeah, she but is. she's a hard ass, but she also does have a heart of gold. She's sweet. Yeah. She really does have a heart of gold. But she and I shared the same father. Mm-hmm. My brothers, who I've referenced before, mm-hmm. we they're my half brothers. Okay. My mother got remarried. But they're still your brothers. They, I mean, we, I mean, spitting images. My brothers and I mm-hmm. look identical. Yeah. Which is hilarious, but. Um, they, so my sister though, our biological father wasn't the greatest. Okay. So I won't go into huge deets about that yet. Okay. Um, you know, again, abusive. You don't have to go no, into No, 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 I'm not going go in, no, to go into, no, 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 it's not that, I just don't think it's fitting for this story, but she's also a couple of years older than me. So she has a memory that I don't share. Okay. So I have no clue about a lot of things that she still harbors. Um, she's witnessed things and... She is a lot tougher and stronger, but she's also extremely intelligent. She's very smart. She's very smart. She's like she's multiple degrees. Multiple degrees. A doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's got multiple. She's very, very smart, but she's also a little harder than me. But I'm the social butterfly. She's not. But when it comes to her and I, I mean, we tell each other everything. We get, you know, she can be herself around me. It's not a big deal. But The one thing that I've always admired about her, and I think where I've learned my, I don't want to say toughness. Your backbone. No, it's a big backbone. Yeah. It was from her. Your boner. My my backboner. (laughs) That's a good one. My backboner (laughs) is from her. Because I've witnessed her just stand up to people through the years. We've touched upon a couple of things over the episodes of, of things that she's done even in high school. For me. Um... She may sometimes act like I annoy the fuck out of her, but I can promise you, without a doubt, if someone hurt me, you will never be seen or heard from again. Yeah. Right? And and that's what I love about her. This one particular incident that I remember, she called me right away as soon as it happened, and I was like, I am so proud of you. (laughs) But I'm also scared of you. My mother, I won't say where she volunteered and worked. Mm Mm-hmm. But since I was a very young child, she um, works for a rape crisis center in our hometown Mm -hmm. in Canada. And she actually started as a volunteer, became a volunteer because of sexual abuse that I've encountered Mm -hmm. as a young child. And when my mother realized what had happened, she became heavily involved in being a child advocate, which is, again, where I get my strength from, is my mother, then my sister, and now me. My sister and I have watched our mother 
become this huge advocate, no shit-taking, kind, very giving. But about her But she's a badass. But my mom's a badass. Yeah. An absolute badass. An intelligent, beautiful badass. That is the ultimate of triple threat. Mm -hmm. And I thank her for that. Yeah. Your mother is like... My mom is I've said it over and over again. Like, remarkable. The mother that is what you want a mother to be. I mean, even my sons look at her, and I'm sure they think, God damn, why can't she be my mom? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because she's my mom. (laughs) Suck it up, buttercup. She's your grandma. (laughs) So, um, it's one particular incident, because of what we have grown up with my mother and all the things that she has done and the crusading that she has done. She's worked exclusively with elementary schools and teaching kids to come forward, feel comfortable to come forward about sexual abuse in their lives. And this is what she spent her whole life doing. Mm-hmm. Because of me. Um, I find that extremely admirable. Yeah, it is. So, we are women for women. Okay. And we are we are women who will protect the abused. Mm-hmm. That's just how we were raised. Well, my sister was here in Atlanta for a brief time. She was probably here for like two or three years. I came a year after she did. And this one particular time, she was at a gas station. And on the other side of her pump was another car. And it was a man and a woman. And the man was berating his girlfriend or wife. What do you mean? Berating. He was calling her names. He was calling her a cunt, a bitch, all of these things. And the woman. All of our favorite words. Oh, yeah. All of our favorite words. As very derogatory. It was a threatening way. Yeah. And my sister's sitting there pumping her gas and she's eyeing him, Mm -hmm. trying to get his attention. And he's screaming at her. And my sister said, I looked at this woman and she was dead inside. She was dead. And she was looking out the window and tears were just strolling down. And my sister caught eyes with her. And my sister (laughs) (laughs) said loud enough for him to hear. She looked at the woman and she said, get out of the car and run. Like yelled? No, not yelled because they were close enough. She didn't have to yell. But she said, get out of the car and run. And the man looks at my sister and says, mind your fucking business. Oh, So she doesn't doesn't engage with him at first. and, And she said, lady, if you need help. I'll help you get out. And the woman's looking at her with these. My sister was like, Kristen, she had these, these like deer cotton headlights. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Yeah, and we recognize, but we, we also recognize it because we were trained to recognize it. Oh, shit. And my sister said, you don't have to do anything. Mm. But if you need me, I'm, I'm right here. here. Like, here's your And chance. the man turned to my sister and he said, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> wrong Mind bitch. your own, wrong bitch, bitch. <laughs> So, my sister, who's pumping her gas... <laughs> oh, shit. She pulls out the gas nozzle oh, from her car fuck. and points it at him. Okay. And she says, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but I fight back. <laughs> you say another fucking word to me, you fucking touch her, you do a goddamn thing, I'm going to douse you in gasoline, and I'm going to set your ass on fire. <laughs> You're what I consider an acceptable loss. No. Mm-hmm. She said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. You go, Trish. And he was like, fuck you. Fuck you. And he started stepping towards her. And I she was like. Fucking hell back on the pole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She was like, listen to me. Listen to me. Very carefully. Make it rain. Listen to me very carefully. <laughs> I hit hard, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't, this isn't going to go. I know that you're used to hitting someone and they cower. This is wrong. Not gonna go the way that you think it's gonna yeah. go. Listen, this is the Butch Cassidy. <laughs> this ain't gonna go your way. This ain't gonna go your way. Because this pistol no fires. Shit. Oh yeah. 
oh yeah. And the guy was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And my sister looked at her again and said, I'm telling you. Get out. Get out. Yeah. And the girl couldn't do it. She couldn't get out. And my sister said, you don't deserve this. You need to hear this. And the moment that you can get your shit together and get away from this man, do it. And this man went fucking ape shit. I'm sure he did. Yeah, because he he knows that what she was she saying really wanted to was do it, the truth. Of course. But this girl was so terrified. Yeah. Right? And so my sister calls me and she's like, bitch, you're not going to believe what the fuck happened. And I was like, I, mm, you know. But you know what? Her saying that to her was. I hope it was enough to put the something. first check I, on the list. I hope so. I hope so. But that's of recognition. Just, you yeah. know, he's. <sighs> Recognize, make a plan. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Yeah. So I'm proud of her. That's just who she is. Yeah. You I know. Leave. She said, "I'll fucking douse you." I will douse you. I will douse you in gasoline and set your ass on fire. <laughs> so guess what? It's genetic. <laughs> oh fuck. I really, you know, when she told me that story, and I was like, "Do you think she got out?" And she was like, "Honestly, I, I don't." I don't. I, you know, I worry because statistically, I don't think so. But she's like, I'd like to believe that in an alternate universe, she did. Statistically, from what I learned working in the nonprofit area. Very similar to what my mom does for a living, yes. Yeah. Um, ma- majority of victims of domestic violence and, and things like that, they do get out but they also a, make many attempts. It's a cycle. It's kind of like smoking. You quit a bunch of times before you finally quit. Right. Yeah. Um, they do get out, but they end up going back. It becomes a repetition because people aren't necessarily... They're ready, but they're not fully necessarily ready. Well, they're also programmed. And also because in our country, the United mm-hmm. States, mm-hmm. there's a a dramatic lack of funding for programs for shelters for Depends women. On the city you're in, yeah. Programs for women. For sure. The the movement against domestic violence. Um and it's I mean, I'm just gonna tell you now, it's a serious situation it is. in our country mm-hmm. and in our communities, especially that of lower, middle class and upper class. It's everywhere. Oh yeah. It's not just... It has nothing to do with your yeah. financial situation. It, it does is... not. That's why I I personally am a huge advocate for mental health and... Violence and against women. People, and violence. Yes. Well, violence yes. of any kind. and Violence of any kind. Mm-hmm. It's so important because, you know, it's, it is a fucking cycle. Mm-hmm. It is. It's if, cyclical. If your sure. children are being raised... In that situation, they're seeing those situations. When they get out in adulthood, it's going to be a situation. It is a circle, a full fucking circle. And the only way to stop that is to take charge and recognize the issues and move on. One of the reasons I wanted to bring this up, though, too, is uh, not to be doom and gloom. But also, so, like, future stories that I tell people and they understand, it may sound like I'm being um, combative or argumentative or... Like, why is she always, like, fighting someone? <laughs> Here's the reason why. I've had to fight my whole life. It's true. You Honestly, know, at some point I will touch God. upon what ha- what's happened to me as a, as a younger child. But the good news about that is, is I see an injustice. Yes. Uh, I don't wear a cape. Let's no. be real. It's not like I have a breastplate. 
across you, my chest. You but give a fuck. You give I do a fuck give a fuck. So people. when I see people who cannot defend themselves being hurt or abused, let me be very clear. I will take you down. Yeah. That is just my nature. I'm not looking for a fight at all. I don't just walk up to a random stranger and like yeah. start a fight. But any argument or fight I've ever been into ever in my life has never been because someone did something directly to me. Mm-hmm. It's because I've witnessed something and chose to never be a bystander. Have you so. ever have you ever seen something like in public where you've stepped up? Yes, and many said, times. Yeah. Yep. A well, couple. I mean, yeah, obviously. M- many but, times. But yes. Um yeah, mm-hmm. so have I. I yeah. have. And it it's it is actually that. to the point where my husband actually was concerned because he thought, honey, I'm really worried that this is gonna come back and this person's gonna retaliate. And, and they, um, may. They, they may. They may. Um, uh, I was okay with that. That was, a, that was, I made a conscious decision to do things. I don't blindly go into something. I know, like I've, I've had a coworker in, when I lived in New Orleans who was being physically abused by her fiance. Yeah. And you know, that's a whole other story, but that, um, I was very vocal. Mm-hmm. I was very vocal. I was in his sights and I knew being in his sights meant you know that I've, he could come into our job and he could take me out because I was the one that encouraged her to leave right i i but i took that on i knew that that was part of the risk yeah and that's uh that's okay with me i didn't used to but now i live by the saying of you see something you say, you say something. something me too and i teach that and, to my kids um you know i grew up with the rough of them so right. i don't worry about anybody I don't either. coming for me because I don't it's like if you're going to come for me then it was my I've time I've seen crazy <laughs> and I and I can be crazy and I can fucking whip that shit up in a batter and make it 10 I don't times think more that, crazy yeah and I don't think that most people are inherently bad but when I see bad I, I'm sorry I will just never be the one who puts the head down and goes mind your yeah. business mind your business mind your business I can't do it I won't I do it I know, I've been I, there maybe, I've you know been sometimes there. I, I wish know. I could do it no, I, I wish just... that I could be the one that goes, well, you're probably not going to get killed today if you just shut the fuck up. You know, it's like... But I'm okay if it's my time, it's my time. And if it was for, um, I don't know, so, for the right reasons, I'm okay with that. To I me, can live with that. It's like... I can live with So that. many people don't do anything about it. I'm, not, I'm okay with that. don't say about it. That's fear. And That's fear-based. I'm okay with that. I don't want to be... Another one that just ignores That's I don't think it through that quickly. I That's do. not how my brain works. I just I see, I see it. Yeah. I react. I trigger and, the fuck out of me. PTSD. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just uh, we and have like, we have cause. Nope. It's cause. I'm like you don't. It's talk a to chain her. reaction. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. Anyways, let's get to some fun stuff. Let's get into some really fun stuff and shake shit up. And now we're going to do Down to Clown. Down to Clown is where one of us tells the other a crazy news story and we ask ourselves, are we down to clown? This week is William's week. <laughs> this is William with CYNT News, the news that makes your twat Waffle. Jewelry should always reflect one's personal style or lack thereof. In the case of British mom, guess who? Tracy Kiss, it reflects a style uh. from unseen places. Uh-uh. Earlier this year, the model turned fashion blogger underwent a labiaplasty. This bitch. In part to remove a cyst that doctors said was caused by friction in the area. 
This fucking bitch again. The 28-year-old Kiss then blogged about the experience in very elaborate details on her own personal blog. Now Kiss is adding another wrinkle to her journey. Turns out... She saved parts removed from the surgery and turned them into a one-of-a-kind choker. You're fucking... What? Kiss decided to make the labia heirloom as a trophy for overcoming the pain the experience had caused her. I also have my old breast implants too, Tracy said. Unfortunately, the surgical fluid they were stored in turned them gray, and gray just isn't my color. The skin around Kiss's sex organ also turned gray from the surgical fluid, but Tracy Kiss shook shit up by covering the leftover labia in, what, glitter. Why, you ask? Because glitter fixes everything. Kiss finished the choker about a month ago and currently wears it around her neck often and with pride. You gotta be fucking kidding me. All in all, I'm really pleased with my pussy pendant, she wrote. <laughs> its contents may not be immediately obvious to the sus- unsuspecting eye or to everyone's taste, but that's the beauty of it. Kiss is no stranger to using body parts or body fluids to fashion away. Kiss is no stranger to using body parts or bodily fluids for fashion statements. In November of 2015, she went viral for a video promoting the benefits from sperm facials and during the pandemic gained international attention for her famous COVID counteracting semen ice cubes and smoothies. Are you down to clown? This bitch needs to fucking go away. Let me tell I you. I can't. I No, I'm not down to clown. This, you I'm know, not I was, down to clown. Right. I need Listen, you. Tracy. Miss Kiss, kiss the fuck off. Miss Kiss, you need to... Seek therapy. You really need to see somebody. Because not only do I feel like you are intentionally trying to gain Notoriety. an audience. Yeah. yeah, You're doing shit that's just like... Not okay. Like, hello, Hannibal Lecter. Um, mm. what the fuck? Cutting your labia. Okay, you're la- taking your labia pieces that were cut off of your body, and then I want. There's a video of her doing this on YouTube, everyone. Mm, so, of course there is. if you want to see it, look it up. It's Tracy Kiss. Look up uh, labiaplasty. I don't know. Um, she fucking takes these goddamn pieces. They look like fucking tanned snails. Ew. God damn, what do you I know? mean? Tanned snails. She puts these glitter this glitter on them. It's the video is so weird. And she's like painting them and then she puts like epoxy and she does all that shit. It's like what the fuck? Hey, Tracy Kiss, what the fuck? Like I don't even like glitter on my fingernails. <laughs> you think I'm fucking wearing someone's clit around my like, I'm not so wearing weird. I'm not wearing your your pussy lips. I know. On my body. It's so weird. And but I have to be honest with you. Okay. You know that there's gonna be some men around the world who are gonna be like, I'll pay a thousand dollars for yeah. the dip. She like, made it for herself to wear uh, uh, for all the pain that she went through. And I'm like, okay, Tracy, oh my God, I, I need to know I'm not down to clown. What kind of fucking 
pain did you go through because you were under, bitch. Like, you were under, and we all know that everybody gets the opioids and all that shit when you have surgery. So what kind of pain, girl? Like, pain and suffering? Like, what the fuck? I've had three C-sections, so I'm going to I'm going to tell you right now, Miss Kiss. Did you Kiss, keep your scar tissue and I did not make earrings? And I did not keep the placenta. <laughs> I did not fry it up in a pan like a lot of these like, fucking freaks. Like, what the freak. fuck? Listen, I feel like there is a lot of underlying issues with somebody who attempts to do these. It's so the, weird. It's like oddities and commodities. Yeah. It, it's not cool. It's you, weird. You, when I see these kinds of things, I feel like you really do need help. I just, I mean, from the, her little sperm ice cubes. Oh my god! And all this shit. Because it's not the first time we've met this bitch. Yeah, um, Tracy. I'm Tracy. Really, girl, Tracy. Girl. Tracy. Tracy. Britain's not that big. Girl. And Tracy. guess what? You must be the talk of the town. I she really, is now. She's the talk of the fucking universe. Apparently, like what? No, the don't fuck? give her. Don't give her that credit. Hey, Miss Kiss. I'm gonna need you to like get your shit together. Stat. No, I don't want to give her this much credit because I fear that the more credit she gives, then she's going to just up the ante. It would be like... And she's probably going to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drain blood from my breasts. And and then I'm going to do my own PRP therapy. Yeah. And you're going to use my cum-filled, labia-laden, my labia-laden fucking PRP, and you're going to just infuse it into your... Bitch, no, we're not. No, we're not. It sounds like her goal. It's like it's is like to be famous. It seems like <laughs> it's almost like Hannibal Lecter oh, meets Elizabeth Arden. There should be laws. You're a mess. There should be laws against this. Yeah. Um, what doctor gives you a part of your fucking body like that? I mean, there aren't there like what is it HIPAA HIPAA laws against N- that? No, wouldn't like, be. What the no, fuck? HIPAA laws is that they can't talk about it. Okay. This would be a biohazard. Yeah. So if you went and had surgery, which you have, I've you many know, times. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're like, I, I was not keep allowed to keep no this part of my body. Not that I've asked, like, but it was already told to me. What like the fuck. This goes. Have into you this. never seen Hannibal Rising? Hello. She's um, Jesus. It's weird. She, but sadly. There's going to be a lot of people in the world who want to be with her. Yeah. She's not ugly. No, she's not. She's, she's, not. A, she's pretty a pretty girl. girl. But she's also pretty fucked up. <laughs> she's, you know what? I, that might be the situation of why men find her attractive is because, you know, the fucked up people, they always. There's men who love broken girls and they, there's broken girls who love broken men. Good. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> The answer to this question is, I am not down to clown. I'm not down to clown either, Tracy. And can we just agree to never do another story on Miss Kiss? Yeah. Because I'm over this bitch. It's a good follow-up, though. That's a follow-up, but you're never going to get any more of my time devoted to your fucking life. Yeah, that's it. Moving on. Moving on. You got a question. We got an answer. You got some questions. We're going to try an answer. Yeah, we're going to try our best. We're gonna, I mean, we're going to try. <laughs> we get Q&A questions from you guys, and we love them, so keep sending them to colorunexttuesday at gmail.com or colorunexttuesday.com. This question says, hello, I'm super shy, and I can't believe I'm going to type this, but I fucking love Color You Next Tuesday. You spelled it wrong, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) Give her a break. (laughs) You're missing the U. Oh, whatever. (laughs) Who cares? There's no U in team. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
I generally don't speak that way, but I know you will appreciate it. I'm a customer service professional, and I've been at my job for about a year. Over the course of almost a year, I have a manager who I believe may be harassing me. Please don't laugh. I wouldn't laugh, but you are smiling. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because she said don't laugh. Um, Oh my God, what are you, five? (laughs) I'm serious. It first started with hello or what are you doing this weekend? Just small chat. Now it has gotten to asking me out with a text because he got my personal phone number from the online profile at work. Mm. I did not give it to him. Okay. Why are you reading like you're a fucking AI? Well, because she put, um, she put did not in all caps. So I did not give it to him. Now he's leaving random notes on my card because I won't reply to his text. I act like I don't know what he is talking about when he's asked me why I haven't replied. Actually, I told him that it's an old phone number and I submitted... Wait. I submitted a new one? Actually, I told him that an old... I told him that's an old phone number, and my submit hasn't been updated yet. I guess that means she submitted to make her phone number changed in the... Which is a lie. I I don't know. It's a lie. I am not interested because I'm not interested in men. Okay. Welcome to the tape, girl. (laughs) Um, I don't want people at work to know, but... I don't know what else to do to send the message that I'm not down to clown. <laughs> you can you can laugh at that. I did. You sure did. <laughs> I can't believe I'm writing you this. Should I tell my upper management? I think there's a number I can call for human resources, but I'm super afraid it will start trouble. I'm not a confrontational person, but it really is a bother to me. You sound British. What do and you, you guys think? And you sound like think? a fucking robot. I'm trying to read. Like, this I is, know you're legit yeah. reading it, but... Um, okay. You are both so funny and secure in yourselves. I wish I could have an ounce of atti- the attitude that you have. Stay safe. Can't believe I'm typing this again. Fuck COVID. <laughs> my mask right, ar- girl. My mask arrived two days ago, and I'm wearing it out oh, on a date this weekend them. with some friends. Oh, I love that. All the love. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, um... She didn't sign her name, okay. so, uh, well, I guess we'll, well it's say... Kind of, it's kind of in her email, so we can email her back. Uh, we'll call her D. Okay. Okay. So, D, um, what the fuck, D, girl? D, what's happening? Uh, shit, what does she do? It's um, simple. Do you want me to answer, or you want to? Whatever. I mean, I think it's pretty fucking simple. So, from my experience in working in a corporate atmosphere is um, human resources is not allowed to open up and say who sent any kind of message or whatever. Um, And as far as I know, they have, like, an anonymous phone line. They do. That you can call. Most corporations do, yeah. Um... If you feel uncomfortable, and obviously, I mean, I don't want to freak you out, but you should be uncomfortable because it sounds like this guy is stalking you. Uh, I would call the hotline for HR mm-hmm. as anonymous. Okay. And I would pretend to be someone else, but report the incident towards you. Like, if, you're, oh, like if your name is Brenda, I'd say... 
I think my coworker Brenda is being harassed. I would I would not say I'm like don't make it about you, but just third party. That way there's no um I guess no reason. Trail? Yeah, no trail. Um fuck. Do you carry pepper spray? It's so weird that you wrote this because I just bought three things of pepper spray for me myself cuz I do carry that. Um, but also for um, a family friend of ours daughter and her roommate that are freshmen in college, I bought them pepper spray in the kitty claw because uh, being safe on campus. A girl never knows. Yeah, you never know. So I would highly suggest that you have some form of protection uh, in that kind of situation. What the fuck would you say? Like, I feel like I'm answering this alone. No, I want you to finish your thoughts. Uh, What's yours? It's really simple. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Okay. I'm down. Okay. Have it. HR isn't going to do shit. You're going to file it. Nothing's going to happen. So here's what you're going to do. Okay. You're going to walk up to this motherfucker. You're going to look him in the eye and you're going to say, look at me very carefully when I say these words to you. If you ever reach out to me again, I will make your life a living fucking hell. (laughs) You picked the wrong bitch. Really? Mm-hmm. You would do that? I would scare the what if fucking you, piss out of him. What if you lost your job? I don't care. For a dirt bag? Okay, wait. First of all, she said, Okay. just so we're clear. Let's call him She Doug. said, I'm a customer no. service professional? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I'm guessing like an agent in a call center. Okay, those are dime a dozen. It's kind of, it's kind of vague. Dime but... a dozen. Let me tell you something. <sighs> you are not going to keep this job. You are going to look for another job. Yeah, I You're would. going to get away from this motherfucker. I would. You're not going to give any attention to him, but the moment this motherfucker reaches out to you again, I want you to cause a scene. I want you to walk up to him in public, in front of people, so that you have a record. I wouldn't do that. I would. I wouldn't. Well, this, you asked me what I would do. I've worked in call centers before, and I know how this shit goes down. You you asked me, no, no, I'm talking about she's going to get another job. This is is based upon. She says she doesn't want to leave her job, though. She's going to have to. You know why? Because he's made it impossible for her. You're asking me, you're not asking me what she should do. You ask, you're asking me what, what I would, would do. do. So I'm going to give you my advice about what I would do. And you can take that with a grain of pink Himalayan salt. <laughs> okay? Yeah. My advice was, this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. If this happened to me, I would just walk up to him and say, you ever fucking contact me again, I will rip your dick off. I will shove it down your throat, and then I will drown you in a tub at the same time that you are fucking sucking your own dick. And then I'm going to videotape it, and I'm going to send it to all of your family, including your wife and your children. Yeah. Well, he I'm not the one. Those. It doesn't we fucking matter. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. I will send it to your family I'm and assuming. your friends. I will send this shit out on Messenger and TikTok. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna true. do. You are think you think you're scaring me. You just fucked with the boogeyman. I would make him think that you are so fucking crazy. I know you're not. You have to make them think that you are. It's the same advice I give my children when they are getting bullied in school. The same advice I have given my children in school when they are being bullied. And I say, I'm really sorry that happened to you. Here's what you're gonna do. The next time this motherfucker puts his hands on you, or pushes you, or do anything, I said you're gonna have to act crazy. Yeah. You do. You're not crazy. You have to pretend. But show them you I are. want you to imagine that a fucking Tony is riding <laughs> on this performance, bitch. 
a Grammy. No, not a not Grammy. Grammy. An Oscar. Nope. Just a Tony. <laughs> Broadway is where it's at. Because it's loud and proud. I'll handle the socks. <laughs> so I've told my kids, someone does this to you and you're uncomfortable, you have to draw attention to it. Because when people you, don't have that ability. I'm telling you what I would do. Okay, I'm not okay, saying... Okay. You take what you want from it. She, but she says she's a non-confrontational person. I just said to act like okay. one. Yeah. Just pull your fucking hair out in front of him. No. I mean, Wear Jesus. a wig. No. Fucking wow. Now it. you just took it to another level. That's not where I was going. In order to beat crazy, you gotta beat crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. If you legit think this person's crazy, <laughs> then you gotta get crazier. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You gotta scare the piss out of the fucking scarer, right? Yeah. It's like if Michael Myers came at me, I'd be like, I'm Jason Voorhees and <laughs> Leatherface. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta up the ante. Like, ooh, I'm gonna turn this shit and I'm gonna be like the greyhound that's chasing the fucking bunny. The bunny is gonna be a, the, the bunny is now gonna turn on the fucking greyhound. Don't be a victim. I say go from, like, being all pretty and, like, attractive mm-hmm. to him and then being like, what's your thoughts of, like, Hellraiser and Hostel? What's your favorite fucked up movie? Why don't you say this? Listen to me. <laughs> you don't want me. I eat liver. <laughs> I eat liver. That's a good a idea. Bun. That's a good idea. Like, make That's him think that idea. you are so despicable mm-hmm. and gross that he'll just go away. I don't play this shit. Fucking fart in front of him. Like, walk by and fart in front of him. Yeah. And I don't care, like, if you like men or you like women. Nobody has the right to make you feel uncomfortable in your workplace. So, you asked me what I would do. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. D. I think I made it very clear. There's nothing more to tell. All of our positive. You want to go the HR corporate route. I just worry about her job and stuff. Like... I don't know. It's a customer service job. Know, she can she find another it. one. She likes it. Does she like her life more? Mm, yeah, I would assume. Okay. Just be careful. Like I said, pepper spray. Coming from a woman who's been <laughs> harassed her entire career, scare the fuck out of them. Uh, we hope that that advice for you, we're going to say D, um, helped you and... Uh, Did the trick. We hope it did the trick. We don't really know what to say. But thank you for writing in to us. We appreciate it. And Cut Muffins, if you have questions, want Comments some or unqualified stuff, advice, or whatever, just, you know, send those to us. And so the next night, the ghost returned to the haunted cabin. And he said to the campers, none of you really believe in me. So I'll have to prove my power. And the next morning, when the campers woke up, all of their old noses had grown back. Um, so yeah, now it's time for the surprise! Uh, the next episode is going to be taking place during October. And Kristen and I love Halloween. Love it. I'm a Halloweener. You are a Halloweener. I'm a Halloweener. It's a huge deal to me. So the uh, October month is going to be the 
Halloween month for Color You Next Tuesday. We're going to have a truly scary month for you guys, and we hope that you're excited because we're going to cover all kinds of fucking spooky and scary True. murder. Yeah. Some, some murder. Because <laughs> it'll be murder. Murder is so popular and true crime and shit like that. Um, why do you love Halloween, Kristen? I just like the whole, like, darkness and spookiness, and I love the smell of fall, and yeah. I, I just I just love it all. Like, the fireplace, the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. I'm not a pumpkin spice fan. I know, you're not. I'm not. I don't. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. But, like, I just like the whole, it's the, be- for me, it's the beginning to my, my season. Yeah. So, it's the precursor to my favorite season. I but- love Halloween. I have loved scary shit since I was, like, before I can remember. So, um, I just, I love scary fucking shit. I love, love scary movies. Fun stuff, scary movies, scary costumes. Um, I did a special effects uh, class when I was in college. So, I just, I, I'm all about Halloween. It's, My kids actually are all about Halloween. So, we, we have our huge We just, we just kicked off last night. You have your huge party, unfortunately. aren't like, having this year. Why? So, why? Well, Guess what? COVID. COVID. So we're not having our annual Halloween party, obviously. Which is always a blast. Um, In previous episodes, we've said that we decided not to do that. So because we're not doing that, we're going to shake shit up on Color You next Tuesday Mm -hmm. with a full month of fucking scary-ass shit. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. Me too. Very much excited. My sons and I kicked off last night... Our month of horror films. Yeah. So I love that my kids love to watch it with I me. I just love Halloween. I text them and I said, you want to watch a scary movie tonight? I'm going to let you guys pick. Mm-hmm. And fuck, <laughs> did they pick. <laughs> like, I, even, for me, I was even like, I don't know if this is appropriate. But we're in it. Which is a stretch. It's a stretch. But even... It was a little like, holy fuck. We'll talk about that movie once we get into official October, but mm, it was a good one. So we hope that you guys are excited for October of 2020, where we're really going to fucking shake the scary the fuck up. And um, yeah, I'm We're going to shake the scare the fuck up. The scary. Nah. We're going to shake the scary the fuck up. Basically, we're going to make you piss where you sit. Yeah. <laughs> It's where you sit. <laughs> We're going to make you piss where you sit. We're going to piss where you sit, bitch. Thanks for shaking shit up with us, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. You can visit our website at colorunexttuesday.com or send an email to colorunexttuesday at gmail.com. Remember, we smell... Co- <laughs> can you really smell it? Those who smelt it, dealt it. Remember, we spell color C-O-L-O-U-R because we're fancy as fuck. Through the website, you can do all sorts of stuff. So check it out. We'd love to hear some of your own stories. So you can submit those stories on the website or to the email. And if you wish to remain anonymous, just say so. Are you following our social media? Well, you should be because we are socially influencing the fuck out of the fuckery on there. And don't forget... 
We share photos and extra content from our episodes, so you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Color You Next Tuesday and Twitter is the bane of my fucking existence. Color You Next. Help support Color You Next Tuesday by subscribing to our podcast, leaving us a review, and sharing us with your like-minded cunt muffin friends. We know we are fucked up, you know you are fucked up, and if you have fucked up friends, you should let them know that we can get fucked up together. (laughs) We appreciate the shit out of you, and remember, we're not mad at you, we're We're mad mad at at the the dirt. dirt. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth.